was orthodoxy something that was important to John Wesley? That's a pretty important question today in the light of all of the shifts and changes that are taking place in the life of the church. To what extent, if we claim to be Wesleyans, should we be orthodox? Uh, and is Wesley's understanding of orthodoxy normative for us today? Well, there are several things that can be said about that. Let's begin with his preface to his book of sermons, where Wesley says, I want to know one thing, the way to heaven. I want to land safely on that shore. Oh, give me the book, the book of God, because there is where I will find my way to heaven. I'm paraphrasing Wesley just a little bit, not very much. Wesley was convinced that right teaching and right theology and a right understanding of the Bible was vitally important for one getting to heaven, by which he really meant getting to know Jesus Christ in a very personal and profound way. Wesley never wavered on the importance of right ideas and right doctrine. They were always foremost in his thinking. And as an evangelist, as the leader of the Methodist, as the one who began the Arminian magazine in order to promote a right understanding not only of Methodism but of Holy Scripture, he was committed to the truth. And wherever he found deviations from the truth, he confronted it. And yet at the same time, Wesley was a very generous and gracious man. He did not require everybody simply to agree with him. He was willing to have differences of opinion. He once wrote a sermon called The Catholic Spirit. And in that sermon, he argued that what is important and what is essential should be distinguished from what is not as important and what is not essential to Christian faith. Now in terms of what is Catholic, and the word Catholic is a term that has a, has a great history. It goes back into the third century and it was used to, to explain that there is within the life of the church a, a unanimity of opinion about what constitutes the true essence of Christianity. Later on the word Catholic became uh, connected with Roman Catholic because the church at Rome became the primary church and then uh, established itself as the interpreter of Scripture. But the word Catholic, and that's the reason why in the Apostles' Creed we say we believe in the holy Catholic Church. We believe there is a church that has universal teachings that all Christians should accept. And Wesley believed that very strongly. But he also allowed that there could be differences of opinion. Predestination is one thing that people can have differences of opinion about. Uh, the type of church government, whether it be an Episcopal church or whether it be a congregational church, Wesley allowed that there could be differences of opinion about that. Those were not essential. But on the essential things that had been established by the early creeds and especially by the early church fathers, the early Greek church fathers, Wesley believed that those things were set in concrete in the sense that they were normative, they were standard, and if one is not only to be a Wesleyan, but one is to be a Christian, one must ascribe to orthodoxy. Now let me say a couple more things about that. In 1784, with the founding of American Methodism, Thomas Koch and Francis Asbury put together 
having brought from uh, Thomas Koch, having brought from England Wesley's articles of religion that were to be incorporated as a basis of belief for the new founding church in America, these articles of religion were to specify what Methodists believe. And Thomas Koch explained in that 1784 conference, and it's listed in the Book of Discipline subsequent to that when it was published, that the Articles of Religion were normative because they're what Christians believe across all denominations. And Methodists are not different than any other denomination in terms of the essentials of Christianity. But then that Book of Discipline, written by Thomas Koch, goes on to say, but then there are those distinctives of Methodism that are found in Wesley's sermons and in the larger minutes, and that included even Fletcher's checks to antinomianism. These became the standards of what Methodists believe that is distinctly Methodist. And so, uh, indeed, to be a Methodist would entail these distinctive things of, that universal grace and uh, Christian perfection, these were all to be affirmed by all Methodists.